0: Okay, parashas achreimois. Ay, 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 tremendous, tremendous parasha with so much that seems to be relevant about what we're going through. And I was thinking, you know, maybe people are a little bit uh, coronavirus out with all the different schmoozing that are going on, trying to various topics in the parasha. But then it just hit me, and a couple of emails that I received from different people asking for personal chizek on what's going on and everything else, that it just, there are so many topics in this week's parasha that just hit us. With what's going on, that I just could not let the opportunity go by. And I want to bring to your attention two particular points. If you look right in the beginning of the Pausha, right in the beginning of the Pausha, Pausha, Pausha's Achremos Perek Teza'in, Base, second Posek in the Pausha. Shemel Moisha, Dabel speak to Aaron, your brother, Achichov, al Yovai Bechol Eis El Hakoidesh. Don't always come into a Mokim Kodesh. Very interesting. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu telling his brother Aaron HaKoyim not to always enter into a Mokim Kodesh? Says Rashi. Says Rashi. Since There's a Giloy in this place. This is what actually means, that even Aaron Akain on the level that Aaron Akain was, which was a tremendous level, if he would always come into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, it would almost be like, it would be habit. It would be, he always does, big deal, not a big deal anymore. And in fact, there is an unbelievable Yavits. an incredible Yavits we're learning Pekriovas, you know, it's actually up to the Mishnah that we're holding by, which is Perek Aleph Mishnah Dalet. Yosef ben Ye'ezah ish Tzreidah, Yosef ben Ye'echon ish Yerushalayim Kiblu Me'hem. Yosef ben Ye'ezah ish Tzreidah, Yibescha Be'ez Vad Lecha Chomim. Your house, and will explain in the Pekriyovish, Be'ez Ha'ashem, tomorrow, but your house should be a Vad Lecha it should be the meeting place, for all the rabbis, for all the meetings, that should be the place, for Ebe Mishnah Be'gba, for Egeleim, you should drink with thirst their words. An incredible Yavitz Rabbi say He brings over here a posuk in Yecheskel Perik Where the posuk says, and I'm not going to go now into the details of why the posuk is saying this, over by Amaorets, where he's talking about a situation when Amaorets comes to the Besamikdosh for the Gimul Regolim, for the Sholish Regolim, for, the for, the for yont of time. He can come inside, no problem. But says the Pasuk in Yecheskel, he should always leave in a different door than he came. In other words, he shouldn't enter and exit in the same door. It should be a totally different door. What's the reason? Just walk in the door and walk out the door. Why, why is it that he has to walk in one door and walk out a different door? explains the Yavits an unbelievable thing, and the Lashon of the Yavits is as follows, Ki HaShem Yisbarach, the Rabboi was Makbed, Shaloyira Hasha Shnei Poamim, we didn't want this guy, who comes to the Beis HaMegdash, he only comes three times a year, right, he comes, Pesach Shvurs and Sukkos, he comes, he comes to see the Beis amigdash, he comes to Yerushalayim, we didn't want him to see the same door, twice, Pen Yishra Be'ein of it's going to be like the house, door in his house. It's going to be like a regular door. And therefore he's going to get cooled down from it. And Reb Chaim learns the Sivits in a tremendous way. And when he uses as like a to the one I want to speak about, he says the biggest obstacle that we have for personal growth is habit. That's the biggest obstacle. Because that's what's going on over here. Can you imagine he comes into the base of Middah? She's He's only there three times a year. But don't see the same door twice. Because if you see the same door twice, it's like a regular door in my house. Big deal. Habit. Habit, Rabbi Isai. There's no question. There's absolutely no question. Especially those of you Chosheva guys that are listening right now in a situation this is not a regular a regular situation of Azman. But I'll call upon him, habit we all had, and we often have habit in our lives. But there's no question that the Rabbeinu Shalom is right now breaking our habit. He's breaking our habit of going to Shun in the regular way. He's breaking our habit of going to Yeshiva in a regular way. He's breaking our habit in so many of our natural interactions that we have. The things that we were so used to doing and we have been doing for years and years and years, we have now stopped, some people for the very first time. People that never missed a minyan in their lives, all of a sudden, have missed already weeks and weeks of minyanim, and for good reason. There's a reason for it, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm not capable of speaking about the reason for what's going on, but just to understand a little bit of inyanah in regards to our pausha something very, very special. Number one, the Indian of habit and breaking habit, as we saw, from the beginning of the parasha, but then you move on. You remember about fourteen psukim in, 14, 15, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen psukim in, and you get to Prosik Yudzain. same parrot, tezayin yud where the pasuk says odom moyed as Here we're talking about a situation where the kohen gadol is coming into the kodesh hakodesh. Now we know Chazal tell us it's only once a year. He came in on Yom Kippur. It was the highest day of the year. It was a day that all of Kalal were waiting for the, the output. What would be the result of the crying God walking into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. As we know Chazal tell us scary things happened. They used to tie chains to his leg so they could pull him out. Many of the Kahanim unfortunately didn't make it through the day. We're talking about the pinnacle. We're talking about the climax of the entire year. The holiest day of the year. The holiest place in the entire planet. And as the Torah tells us in this week's parasha, There's nobody there. He's in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, doing the holiest avoider for ganz khal the twillers we know, we say them by Yom Kippur, by Musav and Hazaras Hashats. We say the most incredible Yeratsans that the Kohen Godel himself said in this Kodesh HaKadoshim just for the mere minutes that he was inside. But what's incredible to to see is there was no one else there. No one else was there to witness, to see the tremendous avoider that was going on in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, just the Kohen Godel by himself. The Shinchem Pinker Zatzal, in the Sefer, understands from here a tremendous insight. Tremendous insight. He said we can learn from here an unbelievable idea in Avoid HaShem. That sometimes, and you can see clearly from this week's parasha, that the highest level of Avoid HaShem is when we're alone. The highest level and the, the, the opportunities that we have when we're alone are opportunities that can give us the biggest raise in Avodah Hashem, the closest time we can get to the Rabbein Yishnan. And when he says it's true, sometimes we need to do things Barabim, as we know, Baroyv am hadras melech, sometimes dafko, we go together with it we daven b'tzibor, we do things b'tzibor, of course, there's an Indian of berayv am hadras melech, and many, many times that is the lachat chila, that should be done. But we have to realize and we have to cherish and we have to appreciate that when we're by ourselves, it's not that by default we happen to be in our homes, but the Rabboni Shilohim right now is giving us an opportunity that we would never have got otherwise. He broke our habits. He broke our regular daily schedule, weekly schedules, month schedule, whatever it, did, whatever it was going to be. And he gave us an opportunity to be like the Kohen Godel in the Kodosh HaKadoshim. And he brings the most tremendous marshal, an incredible marshal. He says, you know, you have a pot of water, right? You take a pot of water, you put it onto the fire, you put the fire on, you boil up the water. Beautiful. How hot is the water going to get? I'm not a scientist, but he brings this down, so I believe him. He says it's not going to get more than 100 degrees. It's just not possible. know, so you can make the fire hotter and hotter and higher and higher. But the water will never get more than 100 degrees. That's just physics. That's just how it goes. There is one exception, however. And that exception is when you take, I don't know how many of you are familiar with this, the old-fashioned pressure cookers. Pressure cookers was like this big pot, that had a big lid with a little tiny spout on the top and the smoke goes on, you close it, you tight close it and it can sometimes explode and I've seen it in my own house and sometimes it exploded. But there, says Roshen Shampinkas, all of a sudden, then it can actually reach much, much higher temperatures than a regular plot. Why? Because it's totally closed. It's totally encapsulated. It's totally in an enclosure. When something is totally secluded and enclosed, it can reach higher temperatures. Says Roshen is an unbelievable yisoid. Something that we always have to know, but specifically now, we're in our homes. We don't go out that much. Sometimes a little bit here, a little bit there. Those, those of us that live in Eretz Yisrael, maybe we'll hop a minion. Those of us that have to go shopping for our parents to do that, that will do also. We'll do what we have to do, but generally we're at home. A lot more than we are used to being home, especially now in the situation where this man has started. But we have to understand that the Rebbein is giving us an incredible opportunity to reach a level of avoidance Hashem that we generally don't get and he brings a Raya from a Rambam there's a Rambam in Hilchus Talmud Torah the Rambam says in Peret Gimel Halacha Yud Gimel says the Rambam and I'll quote Afal P Shemitzvah lilmud bayoyim ubalayla ve'yisa bayoyim ubalayla we know there's a Mitzvah to learn yoyim ubalayla ein odom lomad where does a person really get his chachma? that's only by night Lefichach therefore continues the Rambam if a person wants to be to the he should make sure that not even one night is ruined and is lost why? now there are many situations sometimes it's more quiet so people can generally get things done that's definitely true but it's more than that. As Rabshan understands, Pshatna Rambam is, is because a nighttime is a time where people are sleeping. It's quieter outside, there's nothing going on. It's quiet. In those times, a person can accomplish a lot more than any other time. And Rabbi said that's what we have to understand is going on over here. The Rabbo Shalonam is giving us an opportunity. Take the opportunity. Take the opportunity to understand who you are and what your opportunities you are. You know there's a Mishnah in Peruk Towards the end of the Perik in, in Perik Alaf, uh, Mishnah Yadalit, who ya talking about Hillel. Im ein anili mili. If there isn't to me, if I'm not for myself, who will be for me? There's a famous Kotskarebbah. Kotskarebba says on this Mishnah. A very famous quote, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. He says, and I'm going to quote If I am because, if I am I because I am I, and you are you because you are you, then I exist and you exist. However, if I am I because you are you, and you are you because I am I, then I do not exist and you do not exist. I hope you got that. But the explains basically. That in order for a person to have a real, meaningful, constructive identity, then he should be something that he gives to himself. He has to identify himself. And as someone recently spoke to me about this, he was having trouble with being at home, it was difficult with his parents, whatever, it was a difficult situation. And he, one thing he did acknowledge to me was, he said, you know, we have a lot of time to think about who we are. We have a lot of time to be comfortable with who we are and the avodas Hashem that we do, because you know, so often we walk into shul and we're carried away in the wave of with the tefillah of the tshiba. We're carried with the wave, The tzibor are davening. i made. hey, you just you, you just feel like you have to get into it because that's what everyone else is doing. So, so you get into it. You know, he comes on Shabbos and there's a geshmackelah chadoidi, with a and nigan and everybody together. But Achdus is singing. It's so beautiful. You feel kedusha Shabbos and you have zmiras and yeshiva together and it's so kavaldik. Sometimes it's not real. It's not me. I'm being carried of the wave of the tzibor. But right now a person has to realize his identity he has to have valid awareness of his abilities his character traits and everything that he represents there's a morah dikaloshin in rabbarin mishnah surabarin in chailakalaf he says and i quote vakhayev odom lespoinein <speaking> haki <Hebrew> sheyesh boy says Rabbaran that every one of us have an obligation to recognize within ourselves the godless that the Rabbi Yisraelim gave us. And you know, so often, it, we, we don't have the opportunity, we don't give ourselves the time to think about it. Because we're busy in our schedule, we're busy in our day, we're busy with Itzibu, we're busy with others, and that's great. But right now, the Rabbi Yisraelim has broken the habit, has put us in our homes... And said, "Think about who you are, and think about Ya'avodas Hashem. Think about that." In the, posse, in the next, in, in this week's parasha, which is the other parasha, Parashas Kedoshim. Again, there is so much that just you know, sort of highlights everything that's going on. The Yisim li Kedoshim, and then the of I'm separating you. Of course, Parshat means from the other nations, but it means says Eliahu Me'ah blocks that self and tells. Chazal are teaching us. Of course we have to do the mitzvahs and we have to learn the Torah. But every yid has to recognize and realize his distinctiveness, his separation, what he's good at. What can he do? What mailers he has? And we recognize it so much more now. When we open up our and we're by ourselves, quietly in the room. Ashrei Yoshevei Secha, We a mincha, ashmona esra, amare v'akrishma. You know, it's, it's, it's much more difficult. But maybe with all that difficulty comes with it an, an amazing opportunity to realize who we really are. You know, there was a Misa here in Yerushalayim quite a number of years ago. As you'll understand from the story, there was a certain rov who gave it a up And he had a bunch of people in the shul who came in. And one day, a fellow walks into the shul. He was a Russian Jew. He never saw him before. He'd obviously moved into the area. A Russian Jew walks in, sits down, doesn't even open up a Gomorrah, has no idea what's going on. You can see clearly that this guy has no clue what's flying. But since that day he walked in, every single day, this Russian Jew walked in in an in in incredible, you know, act of, you know, consistency. He was always there. He was always at the Shea. He had no idea what was going on. And the Rav never really got an opportunity to go over to him and said, Rabbi are you okay? Shalom Aleichem. Because as soon as the Sheikh finished, he ran off. And, and when it started, he wasn't there. He came in the middle. So he never really got an opportunity until one day. One day, Yushalayim got a tremendous amount of snow. And nobody showed up. And the Rav realized that, I guess there's no one, going to be me and my Gemara. So he started to learn. And all of a sudden, as, as if it was on clockwork, this Russian Jew walked in. And the rov says, ah, here's my opportunity. And he says, Rabbi Shalom Aleichem, I guess you've moved into the area, tell me, what's your name, where are you from? Talks a lot about him, and he says to him, you know, I, I kind of noticed, he said it in a respectful manner, that I, I know, you don't really come with the Gemara, it doesn't seem like you're following in, like, can I ask, what, what are you doing here? So the Yitzhak says, I'll tell you, he says, from a young age, I was actually taken by the Russian army as a child, and he said a very interesting thing, he said that for the first six months, when you're constricted into the army, They don't teach you anything about fighting, nothing about using weapons, nothing about fighting the enemy. They don't teach you anything. What do they teach you? They teach you the Yichus of the Tsar. They tell you who the Tsar is, how chashev he is, how how, how powerful he is, his parents, his brothers, his children, the family. They give you all the whole understanding of, of where Russia comes from. Everything. And I started thinking, what are you doing? Like, teach me how to fight. I mean, I don't want to do this, but if I'm here, at least tell me to do something. What are you teaching me this for? And they explained to me, you have to understand, we know that you're going to be a soldier on the Tsar's army. Before anything, you have to know who you're fighting. You have to know who you're fighting against, who you're up against. He said, this Yid... He said, when I came and I moved into this area, I had no Jewish upbringing, no education. I as a young child. I was, you know, in the army. I had no idea of anything. I heard about the shi that you give every single day. I heard about this dafiyomi business. I don't know how to learn. I don't know how to read. But if I want to live as a yid, I have to know who I'm fighting. I have to know the rabbi nishleilam. I have to know where I'm coming from. I have to know what I'm doing. And that's an unbelievable lesson. And I think the parasha this week is telling us a really, really important lesson for our own lives in the situation that we are. And that is, number one, as we mentioned, the breaking of the teva, the breaking of the habit. Not the things we do every day are good. Sometimes you stop and think, where are we holding? But more than that, the avoider that the Rabbeinish Loonam wants for us now, we could get to higher madrigues than we would ever get to if we would have done it in public. And it means, however hard it is to daven, however hard it is to learn, however hard it is to get up, Zosman Tefillah, all the halachas that we ever do, then we sort of take for granted that we do, because that's part of the schedule of a daily life. Now we have to do it, and it means so much more to the There are The bunch of waits. He's waiting. He put us in the situation, so that we would actually act. We would rise above what we could do, we would, we would tap into our natural instincts and we would think where we're holding and in it incumbent upon every single one of us to stop and think at this time, what does the Reboynishthan want from me? How can I better myself? Yes, I'm by myself. I don't have the Kohelch Hatzibo with me. Mitzah will come soon. But before that happens, and as we say, we go, life goes back to normal. As somebody called me recently, he says to me, I'm just checking. We don't want life to go back to normal, do we? I said, absolutely not. Yes, we want Mitz Hashem, the virus, to go away. We want people to go back to Minyanim and people to go back to learning. And yes, we want life to go back to some level of normality. But not back to where it was. Because how was it? We were just doing habit. We were just going through the motions. Now is our opportunity to think. Now is our opportunity to serve the Rebbein Shalom with so much fire, with so much love, with so much warmth. That's what he wants from us. He's waiting for it. He loves us. And he put us in this situation so that we can do that. And in Mitz Hashem, if we do this, as we saw for this six parishes of Shinsham Pinkas brings down, the water that gets hot in a pot can only get to 100. You put it in a pressure cooker, it gets much hotter. Because it's surrounded by the walls of itself, and that's us. We're surrounded the walls of our houses. We can get so hot, so fired up in Yiddishkeit, in the Rabbinishleim, in Avos Hashem, in Tefillah, in Emuna and B'toch. And there's so much the Rabbanim waiting for us. He loves every one of us, and he loves every single effort that we put in. He absolutely loves and cherishes. And Rabbi Yishon Ba'ez HaShem will give us the Yat HaDishmaya that we'll get out of this, but we will leave as different people Ba'ez HaShem.